Hey, bath, 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 bath. Guess what? What? What you want, bitch? I found an empty tomb the other day, and there were some, like, wrappings on the floor. Go on. Bruh, this has to be proof of a man who sacrificed himself to himself to save us from himself. Uh, so you want to share some of that devil's lettuce? <laughs> Joke's on you. I'm high on Jesus. Welcome to another episode of Burning Eden with Bath and Mel. This is Bath, your favorite spicy Satanist. (laughs) And this is Mel, your favorite big titty filthy heathen. You do indeed have two big personalities. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. On this episode, we have the amazing, the beautiful, the bright as the sun mermaid, K Nevs from TikTok. Oh my gosh. Hi. 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 (laughs) K, I am so happy and honored to have you here with us. I do have a question, though. She just called you a mermaid. Which half is fish and which half is human? Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, But I would have to say, since I'm such a fucking weirdo, I would have a fish head and a human body. That's that's hot. Fair enough. That's so hot. Fair enough. (laughs) Uh, You may know her uh, from, from her infamous video about dropping it low for Jesus. Oh, yeah. If not, please go check it out on her TikTok page. Hey, yeah, thank you. I'm just doing my duty for the Lord. You know, my heart mm. felt called upon. So what you're saying is that you have a big heart on for Jesus? I do. <laughs> I, <laughs> I really do. I have a big heart on. Oh, okay. Now I have a serious <laughs> question now. How low is too low when dropping it low for Jesus? I fear that I might injure myself. You know, it's it's however low you can go. You know, I'm sure Jesus will understand. Mm. Um, I would say you just got to stretch first. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you for that. You're welcome. So before we get to the juicy meat of the episode. <laughs> Yummy. We would love for a special guest to read our Bible verse of the day. Will you do us the honor, Kay? Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I would be honored to read y'all the word of the Lord. The Lord. In Deuteronomy uh, chapter 23, verse 1, be ready for this, guys. No one whose testicles are crushed or whose male organ is cut off shall enter the assembly of the Lord. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. Thank you. That's right. That was beautiful. It was. Brought brought a tear to my eye. Um, My left nipple got hard. (laughs) My right one got hard. Twinsies. (laughs) Twinsies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh so Kay, all of us met on tiktok and after learning about your story uh we found it very fascinating mm-hmm. uh, do you mind sharing your unique story with us well, i don't know how unique it really is you know my mommy yeah. and my daddy they fell in love and then my daddy whoa 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 oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no 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 not no nope. no not that story Oh, okay. I thought we were having the birds and the bees talk. My bad. My bad. Next time, Gadget. Next time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But anyway, uh, basically, my story is that um, my parents divorced when I was four. And then when I was five, my mom remarried to a guy from Jordan who was Muslim. So she ended up converting to Islam 
And my dad uh, remained Christian and he ended up marrying my stepmom shortly thereafter. But the way the custody was set up was that during the school year, I lived with my mom and stepdad because they lived in Texas. And then during the summers and every other winter break, I would visit my dad and stepmom in California and then they moved to Florida. So it ended up being Florida. But anyway. Oh, wow. That's like <laughs> no. all the way back and forth, huh? Yeah, it was. I've been on a uh, plane way too many times. Um, <laughs> wow. So, yeah, um, I was raised Muslim um, for most of the year from the ages of five to 14. Um, and then when I was 14, I ended up moving in with my dad and stepmom full time. Um, but during the mm-hmm. summers, you know, and the winter breaks, I would go to church because they were Christian. And it was a Presbyterian mm-hmm. church at first. And then they switched oh. over to a Methodist one later. But yeah, I mean, I was it was very confusing as a child to, you know, be you can imagine. Wow. Yeah, yeah. To have like, you know, Muslim family and then a Christian family. And both of them are telling you, you know, like our religion is the right one, you know, whether it be like, so, so wow. which, which one did you side with when you were younger? I more sided with Christianity um, okay. as a child just mm-hmm. because Islam was very confusing to me because, you know, the calls to prayer and the mm-hmm. prayers right. were in Arabic. So I didn't understand them at all. I had no idea what I was doing. And, you know, my stepdad tried to teach me the Quran and tried to teach me some Arabic, which I still know to this day a little bit. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, I had some important prayers memorized and I remember being in like daycare and it was a religious daycare. Um, and so before this was after school daycare, by the way, I'm not remembering when I was like three. This was like <laughs> elementary school, middle <laughs> yeah. school, you know, after school care. And before our snack, we would say a prayer. And I do remember being like, I'm special. All I have to say is bismillah. <laughs> You know, everyone has to do like a last prayer. I'm like, no, my prayer is I, all I have to say is Bismillah. So I felt like I'm like I got to eat before everyone else. You know, uh, <laughs> so drop no. mic. Your food got blessed really quickly <laughs> compared to the <laughs> other kids. Real fast. You got the express bless. <laughs> express bless. <laughs> yeah. So um, I do remember that, but you know, when I was young. I didn't really grasp the whole severity of choosing uh, a religion because, Mm -hmm. you know, ultimately it's choosing in their eyes, right? Choosing your eternal salvation. Where will you end up when you die? Are you going to go to heaven or are you going to go burn for eternity? So as I got older, I realized what a huge choice that was. And I ended up feeling pretty confident in the choice that I made, which was Christianity. So uh, fast forward a little bit. When I was 14, moved out of my mom and stepdad's, ended up going to church. And the Methodist church was pretty chill. I, I can't tell you that I actually believed in everything. I think I just went to church because my parents wanted me to. And, you know, the youth group was fun. It wasn't insane. It wasn't culty or anything like that. Well, then my uh, hormones took over. I I had a crush on a boy. (laughs) 
And this boy oh, ended up scandals. inviting me to his youth group. So, of course. Is this when you started to drop it low for yeah, Jesus? Yeah, I was bald deep <laughs> in Jesus, down. honestly. Um, oh, wow. Damn. Yeah. At the, well, not at this point, later on. He, he invited me to his youth group. So, of course, I said yes. And uh-huh. his youth group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what they call it these days. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, this youth group ended up turning out to be um how do i say this delicately fucking crazy fucking fucking crazy it was um it was i don't know how to explain it i felt very first of all i felt very emotionally manipulated and uh you know it's one of those things where the sermons at the youth group were talking all about your your childhood trauma and all the terrible things in your life and how unworthy you are and all of your sins and, you know, God can wipe those clean and, you know, blah, blah, blah. It was very brainwashy. And of course I wanted to impress Jesus boy. So I ended up going to like all of the functions, you know, Sunday church, Wednesday with youth group. I went to a Bible study on Tuesdays and Saturdays, I think, or it was Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then we had extracurricular activities. So it took over your whole fucking life. It did. It did. And my parents were actually trying to dissuade my Christian parents were trying to dissuade me from going to that church anymore because they, I couldn't see it, but they could see like, Two cultures it, for that. Yeah, it was. It was. And they, they were very Christian. You know, they were, they tithed. They went to church every Sunday, but they wow. just um, were freaked out by, because I was coming home being like, you guys need to come to my church. You, you guys, I'm scared for your salvation. Uh-huh. I think you're lukewarm Christians. Oh. Like, blah, 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 blah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You sound like the guys on TikTok. I know. I was about to say, oh, like, that, That's damn. the interesting part is looking at these people on TikTok and just the sheer terror of realizing that that was me at one point, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. They spoke in tongues and they made me believe that every single thought I had was sinful. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, of course, as a teenager, I know a lot of people don't talk about this, but the, the purity aspect was something mm. that can be very invasive and very traumatic for you when you have hormonal thoughts and you yes. dis- discover the clit yourself and you're like, Right, right. This little exactly. thing that feels, that feels yeah. good. <laughs> then you're told that that's evil and sinful. So the devil's doorbell. Yeah. So every time I had yep. that, like you know, hormonal rush, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to hell!" And I would just cry and cry and cry because I just wanted to Holy get shit. rid of those feelings. Right. Sounds like you internalized this this um, self-regulation that they were trying to impose on you to control your, yeah. your most intimate feelings or human urges that you had. And it's, it's so with shameful. That, exactly. Instilling fear and shame onto you to mm-hmm. for you to end up self-regulating at some point where like, holy shit, I need to stop feeling this I way. Know. And what I'm doing is wrong. What I'm doing is sinful. That is horrifying yes. for me to hear yep. that and i am sorry Aww. you went through that thank that's you crazy. yeah it's it's terrible yes. and that's part of the reason why i'm so outspoken about 
atheism now is because mm-hmm. I want the young people to that are going through this right now to know that that is not normal. It is manipulation. Right. It is control. It is brainwashing. And it is not okay for you to feel guilty mm-hmm. or shameful about your body and its functions. Um, right. And so it, it, I, the funny thing is I was only there for about a year um, but I was trying to take over like the youth band like as the lead singer, I wasn't trying to like do a secret coup or anything. But the, the singer, <laughs> oh no, right, the singer right. at the time, she was a senior and I was a junior. So um, she was going to be leaving for college. So, you know, I came early to the band practices. So on top of, mm-hmm. you know, everything else I was doing, I was also going to band practices, coming early, staying late, learning all of the songs, um, all of the harmonies wow. and you know, at this time I was going through difficult stuff in my personal life. And there was this, uh, at this point, the crush that I had, he had chosen someone else. So that was hurtful, but I was like, no, I know he was playing, he was playing us too. And they're married now. It's funny. Uh, Um, I'm like, she has no idea that while he was talking to her, he was also talking to me, but oh, well, Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I had a crush on another guy, you know, I moved fast and my parents were getting a divorce and this guy I had a crush on showed me attention. So we kissed. And then, um, later that week I was hanging out with a friend of mine and he ended up kissing me, which is not something I wanted to do, but of course I felt dirty, mm-hmm. disgusting, all that stuff, mm. even though it was mm-hmm. a kiss I did not want or ask for, you know? Right. So of course seems I was victim blaming myself and not that I, I don't right. think it wasn't, um, it wasn't like that. It wasn't a sexual harassment thing. It was just one of those things where, you know, he went for it and I was like, Oh no, thank you. It, you know, anyway. Yeah. So, uh, I felt really disgusting and shameful and sinful. So I went to my youth leader at the time and I asked her to pray for me and I wanted to confess my sins. And of course you would think this would be kept confidential, but she Mm. ended up, you know, praying Mm -hmm. in tongues over me and cleansing my spirit because this church taught that you should save your first kiss for marriage. So let's get that. Let's get that. Wow. Um, So, I told her she ended up telling all the other youth leaders and the youth pastor's wife, who I didn't even know really that well. It was a big church. Um, So I I knew who she was, but her and I never had like in-depth conversations at all. It was like, oh, hey, hey, whatever. So the night before Mm -hmm. my first performance in the band, she comes up to me And she says, you know, um, the youth leaders and I have been talking and we just feel that you're not a good fit for the band. Um, We think you need to work on your relationship with the Lord some more. Wow. Yeah. So add insult to injury. I already felt horrible. And I was like, isn't the whole fucking point to confess your sins and and truly feel sorry for them? I mean, I was crying to my youth leader, crying. Exactly. And I was like, isn't the whole fucking point to be cleansed 
of your sins after you confess and feel bad about it and ask for forgiveness. Isn't that the right. whole fucking point? It's like, yep. it's like they enjoy being hypocrites or something. It, it, was, it was honestly, you and know? the fact that she came up to me, I mean, I think my youth leader, the, the one that I told, just didn't have the balls. She didn't have the kahunas yeah. Yeah. to come up mm-hmm. to me and tell me herself. I mean, and it's funny. It's mm-hmm. it, She ended up emailing me um, no, it was a Facebook message and she was like, you know, okay, I just feel like the devil is speaking to you right now. And the devil Oh no, no. Yes. <laughs> yes. This church was really big into um making you really scared of the devil. So the devil is everywhere. The devil is in your schools. The devil is in your fa- friends and family. The devil influences everything. The devil influences Damn. music. So you know, I was like, Damn. I, you're, and there's th- this little light inside of me was like, you're, you're wrong. Actually, this is not the devil. Mm. You hurt me. She hurt me. I am hurt. And I have a right to storm out of that building yeah. and be upset. Yep. You know, you were betrayed, I was super betrayed. So. Like Judas. No, like Jesus. Like, like Judas. Jesus was the one betrayed. Judas. She was Judas. I was Jesus. Yes. I'm comparing myself to the Lord himself yeah. now. Um, that's fine that's fine i I still i still want to nail the lord i mean so it's it's cool it's cool (laughs) (laughs) some pegging that would be fun and and pegged jesus 2020 on his birthday that would be some birthday present don't you think that would Um, that would be amazing so (laughs) right fuck yeah (laughs) right I mean, we we figured. I mean, <laughs> I'll get the gag we'll, balls. We'll, we'll Eiffel Tower Jesus, and you'll be in the corner watching. It's cool. That's cool. hot. <laughs> My exhibitionist yeah. is very happy oh, yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, nice. But anyway, so I left that church, and I joined a few other church. No, one other church. Um, but then it didn't feel right anymore, and I still believed in God and Jesus, and still would consider myself a Christian. Um. And I think I just stumbled upon some videos on YouTube and Facebook and watched them that were just differing things from me. I mean, I was a science-minded person, um, but, you know, I was 16. I didn't really know that much. 17, 16, 18, in that range. Um, And so... I just started watching these videos. And then, of course, you know how the YouTube algorithm works. Once you watch one, it'll just yeah, recommend more to you. So I was like, oh, what's this? Oh, what's this? Yep. And it started making me really question oh, wow. everything. I became spiritual at first where I was like, well, I think there's a higher power in the universe just, you know, is magic. And I'm like, that doesn't make any fucking sense either. Um, mm. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. You're trying to rationalize, you know, and, and trying to make it sen- right. make it make sense, but in the, in the end, exactly. it's like, well, I'm just bullshitting myself. The deeper myself you go, like the more it doesn't make sense. So, I think that's great how YouTube was able to influence you because imagine if we were a different right. time in history right. where maybe there wasn't that uh, availability to see exactly. and, content and, like that. Yeah, and that's yeah. like the that's biggest driving force for yeah. me to post atheist content on my tiktok and i'm not the smartest person in the world out there i'm not going to talk about ontological arguments or cosmological arguments or or any kind (laughs) of philosophy um but i do know that 
if it hadn't been for some of those people who made atheistic content, then I would have continued to have been traumatized and misled and may have fallen back into another type of fundamentalist church or a cult, even a dangerous mm. cult, you know? Yep. It, so the, the wow. people who were posting that gave me the ability to crick, to think critically, it, to really mm-hmm. be skeptical yep. about mm-hmm. the beliefs and the claims out there and to look at it and say, hmm, is that really true? How do I know it's true? What's the evidence to back it up? So that's that on that. Great. Thank you. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. That's that's incredible. Uh, going from one religion to the next, to the, to the next, to the next. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap. You know, it's just, Holy crap. Truth Holy was shit. something that's always been really important to me. Holy shit. So. Right. Um, so how, how old were you when you were thinking about being an atheist or leaning towards, you said like what, 18? Yeah, or so? so about 18 years old. Ish. Um, okay. I, it's hard to remember because it was so long ago. Not that I'm going to tell you all my age, but um, it was so long ago. um, But I would like to say that it was around 18 that I began to really um, question things. And I think when I was 18 was the first time that I said I was an atheist. And there, Mm -hmm. I do remember certain points in my life where I, slipped back into spirituality, not religion, but spirituality. Just, I got into yoga and meditating and the chakras, but I never put any Mm -hmm. weight into that. I just had a lot of trauma to deal with from my childhood. So I think it, the spirituality aspect at one point offered um, a solace for me but mm. I ended up being like, I don't know that it just doesn't like, I don't need that to heal. You know, there are plenty right. of other resources that don't involve woo woo bullshit. No offense to anyone <laughs> out there listening that likes woo woo bullshit, you know, mm-hmm. woo woo bullshitters mm-hmm. are yeah. the last people that are doing harm to people's psyche right. or society. Right, right. So, exactly. Yep. Yeah. So it was around 18, I think. That was probably the okay. first moment where I was like, I'm an atheist. Right. And how right. did your family react if they if they So know? honestly, my dad and stepmom, they kind of didn't react at all. Okay. You know? Yeah. Oh. They were like, yeah, okay. Really? Whatever you say, girl. And I'm like, what? You know? But but oh. thankfully, it wasn't like, oh, you're going to hell. Because, again, they were, like, chill. Just chill. Okay. So yeah. I'm thankful in that regard. Right. Huh. So now that you're discussing cold behavior and how they control people, I think it would be important to us for us to just go over really quick the yes. bite model authoritarian control so i don't know if whoever's listening knows about this but there is this thing called the bite b-i-t-e model of authoritarian control which is basically a research uh, and a theory 
uh, that was done by Robert J. Lifton, Margaret Singer, and Edward Sheen, and a bunch of other people. Um, basically, what they're saying is that there are four main areas when it comes to authoritarian control, and this definitely applies to a cult. So B stands for behavior control, I stands for information control, T for thought control, and E for emotional control. So when you have all those four components, you're definitely able mm -hmm. to manipulate people. So for behavior control, definitely we have regulating individuals' physical reality. As Kay was mentioning, uh, making you feel bad about your own bodily functions, you know, coming down to your own uh, yeah, natural so no masturbating, no kissing, kind of no even hand holding uh -huh. was frowned upon. Premarital. Yeah, no, you gotta, uh -huh. you gotta give them that Christian what? side hug. Whoa. The Christian side hug. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, so dictating things such as where, how, and with whom the member lives and associates with manipulating. Um, so things such as diet yep, and it can come down to that too. the way you yeah. dress the things you do for leisure and she was mentioning Kay was mentioning uh there were so many activities that she was involved with during the week they were restricting you know her activities and what she did right. for fun and if you didn't so go that it wasn't is like, a big red flag oh you're excommunicated but if you didn't go you know you'd be approached hi yeah. we noticed that you weren't there why weren't you mm -hmm. Hopefully, you think that's more yep. important mm -hmm. than the Lord? You know, that kind of attitude. <laughs> exactly. So the second one is information control. I mean, there's a bunch here, but I'm going to go to the one that really resonates with what you just said to us about the unethical use of confession. That is the number six. Uh, unethical use of confession, such as, you know, con you are confiding in somebody, but then they inappropriately mm -hmm. um, dissolve the boundaries. And that's the one that you mentioned that really, you know, stuck with you when you basically confessed your sin to this you know, pastor or whoever it was, this lady, <laughs> and the bitch, you know, and that, that's just messed up, you know, withholding forgiveness or absolution. That's definitely a way yep. of controlling information. The third one is thought control. You know, internalizing uh, when uh, doctrines such as truth, yep. you know, instilled a black and white thinking, deciding whether good, what's good and what's evil, you know, saying that that is evil, that's Satan, etc. And this is good. And organizing people into us versus them. That's a them. huge one. Yeah. yeah. That is a it, big, it was big one. Everyone outside of yep. this yeah, church def. pretty much is the enemy. And they used to say the enemy a lot. Mm -hmm. It was, they're the enemy. Jeez. And we were warriors wow. for the Lord. Yes. Of course. And one that I'm seeing as well is the forbidding critical questioning mm -hmm. about oh. leaders, doctrine, wow. and policies. Shit. Yep. That's thought control. And then the last one is emotional control. Manipulating ranges of feelings such as emotions or needs deemed as evil wrong or selfish promoting yeah. feelings of guilt or unworthiness you know such as identity identity guilt you're not living up to your potential your family is deficient your past is suspect 
your affiliations are unwise, social guilt, historical guilt, and of course, our favorite one, instilling mm. fear, such as the fear of thinking independently, fear of enemies, yep. like you just said, yeah, or losing fun. one's salvation. So, check, yeah, check, check, check. Like, That's a big se- check, fucking all. check mark. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the one thing I, because I know the model you're referring to, and it was only recently that I that I looked at it, and I was like, holy shit. Holy shit. Oh, wow. Yup. It's accurate as fuck. Isn't that crazy? What, what did you, how did you feel when that it basically was, was a kind of hard to swallow? Because I think I, I just, yeah. <laughs> hard yeah. to swallow. <laughs> Um, Uh (laughs) (laughs) anyway um so i think in the past i would be like oh i went to a weird church and it sucked and now i'm realizing the severity Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of what i went through and and my and Mm -hmm. my story is a very 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 mild story compared to some of the other traumatic events that other people have gone through in the name oh, of religion, yes. um, in the name of their cult. And I For think sure. it makes people right. uncomfortable to realize, yes, um, Christian cults are way more common than you realize. And you might even be in one. But on a lighter note, um, I'm just so glad I was able to reclaim my mind and mm-hmm. gain the ability to think critically about my beliefs, you know? Definitely. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's so important. Well, thank you so much for sharing that incredible story. It sounds you. like you have been through a lot, and we really appreciate you for sharing that with us. Yes, oh, absolutely. absolutely. Thank you for letting me share that with you guys. Yeah. We would uh, always love to have you bent over. <laughs> or, I mean, <laughs> on. Okay, she meant to say that we would like to have another three-way Phone call. Uh, phone call. Yes. With you. We would love to have another three phone call with you guys. Um, enjoy um, our chats. <laughs> Speaking of three ways, it is time to wrap it up. Wrap thank it you up. to our special, amazing, beautiful guest, Kay Nevs. Oh, another you. filthy heathen. Thank you guys so much. Yes. This was a blast. Yeah, we always <laughs> want to have you. I always want to have you guys. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Promises, promises. (laughs) And remember, kids, if you don't sin, Jesus died for nothing. Amen. 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 Amen.